control we have landed on the planet It's been a long time, we should've never left us granted But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you, the voice of the people We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes Black, Bobby, Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary Thought to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me to another edition of Planet Platypus, everybody. After a long hiatus. A very thankful edition, because uh, as you know, next week is Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, I'd like to lead off the show about things that I'm most thankful for. And uh, I'm staring at both of the two things I'm most thankful for, and that's you two buddies. Oh, come oh, on, man. man. Yeah. So no, I didn't get you a gift or anything. Well, you know, th- I like Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays. I like it's a being, good one. I like being positive. I like thinking about the positive things in in my life, and uh, you know, so uh, I want to go around the room and start the show with a few things we're thankful for. First of all, I'm thankful that my mother is getting healthier. Oh, she's she's improving. Good news, good news. She has been going through rehab and. Uh, She's doing everything that they're telling her to do, and it's uh, making improvements in her life, which are making improvements in her children's lives, which we are all collectively thankful for. So I wanted to lead off the show. Mom, I'm proud of you, and uh, keep up the, the, the hard work. I'm proud of Josh. Josh has lost a ton of weight. Oh, yeah. Yep. Still. Yeah, he's actually getting thinner. Like, no, none of our <laughs> friends ever actually lose weight. Josh yeah. is doing it. Yeah, yeah man. Like, yeah, it's, man. I'm, it's I'm, scary I'm, now. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm in. It. I'm in it. I'm in the long haul. You're, you're definitely in it. I mean, and and you're. I don't know, Bobby. I, well, Josh is extremely festive early. Like he's, you know, this is his first real holiday. Yeah. Well, we took the week off, so right. I took the opportunity to, to to give the studio a really long overdue like cleaning. Studio and looks great. Renovating, organizing. They yeah. Got rid of all the wires and all the shit. Looks fantastic. And so while I was doing that, I'm like, while it while I'm in the mode of, of doing that, let me get festive for the holidays. So so that's why we got a little bit festive also. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. And I mean, uh, you're very Martha Stewart at the house too. I mean, the Christmas tree is up. Yeah. You well, know. you know, I spend a lot of time at home, so you know that's that's why I got to make sure the vibe is nice. <laughs> you know, I got to set the mood because I, I like to just chill at home a lot. So yeah, you know, I like to do stuff for the, for the podcast, and you know, I'm in my studio. I like to spend time in here creating, yeah, mad scientist shit. Hell yeah, man! So you know, so I manly need, shit. So I need the cave to be like nice and chill. So so you know, I feel comfortable here. Yeah, yeah. He's a Pinot. A Pinot. How do you say that? Pinot Grigio, yeah, Pinot, Pinot Grigio, and wow. a uh, and a uh, Fifty Shades of Grey book away from being a vagina at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you yeah. know what? But I you give him flack, but this place looks great. The decorations look. It smells great. good in here. Like this was a room at Josh's house before. Now it's a studio. Yeah, yeah. Good it's work, good, bro. man. Yeah, man. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful that. All right. uh, great, great. And I'm I'm thankful that we're doing this podcast. That the website's doing so well. I'm thankful that Bobby's birthday. Is just two luxurious weeks away, and we're celebrating in uh, Monroe's fashion because uh, we're actually having your uh, birthday party at Monroe's. We are, and in f- inside wait. of actual Legends Lounge, which you know is beautiful. 
Uh, so it's going to be a nice, awesome comedy room. We got you and Gonzo, who have graduated from Mike Panzeca's class. They're going to do a set, and that's what I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm excited These to see that. These two friends well. in my life have always gone after the comedy stand-up thing, and now... I want to see yeah. them. I want yeah. to see the result. Yeah, I'm gonna, of Mike's work. I'm gonna you. bomb. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see it go down. Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever I'm okay happens, if I, I bomb. I want to see it because it's a it's a totally different environment because you're on a microphone all the time, but it's it's way different oh, yeah. when you're the center of attention. So I, I'm curious to see just what the difference is. It'll be fun either yeah. way. For yeah. sure, but oh, for sure, I'm not afraid to bomb. I'm putting that out there. You know, it, it, you're you're gonna do fine. Yeah. I just I'm curious to hear what topics you pick, where you go with them. Like that's the exciting part. I'm, I'm gonna talk about. I'm strippers. gonna cheer you on, fucking either way. I'm so. talking about strippers. Yeah. That's what I know. <laughs> I, um, I want to see how angry Gonzo is gonna be that night. Because it, it'll all depend on how mad he is that, that day uh-huh. about whatever current events are going on. You know, that's true. Yeah, The news does affect Gonzo's influence throughout the day. <laughs> so I'm curious to see what his routine is going to be, too, because you never know with him. Who would Gonzo be in, like, the celebrity world? Like, like if you had to, you know, Gonzo's mm. such a character. He, he Like, if you had to pick a show yeah. with that, where would Gonzo fit in best? Who, do you, who does Gonzo remind you of? celebrity wise bobby you know that is a tough oh, question man. i mean there's like I've, i know so many gonzos you know yeah uh but funny enough there's just one of him like i would have to mix four celebrities together to yeah. give you one gonzo yeah. that's how gonzo he is yeah now of course gonzo is the uh head dj over at the uh boob uh no no he's at diamond, uh, diamond dolls <laughs> diamond dolls. Said booby trap diamond dolls yeah, my boss's favorite club yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, he's a phenomenal jock, and uh, having all those DJs, and then, you know, here's Mike Panzeca, a, a real stand-up comedian. Seasoned veteran. In a room full of strip club people should be an interesting dynamic as well. And yeah. then, of course, the state of Alaska live. Um, now, that's the one I think everybody wants That's going to make or break the party. Let's be real. I don't know, man. I think it's going to make the party. I think she's going to kill. Yeah. How totally. can you not? There's no act like it. It's you're gonna see a once in a lifetime thing. Is she party. really gonna get naked while she's telling jokes? That's what she says she's gonna do. <laughs> oh wait, so that's that is the, how it's going down. We talked about this last week. We weren't sure. Yeah, she's got like a safety joke somewhere in the middle where she goes, you know, if you don't start clapping, I'm gonna start getting naked. Right. Uh, and then she uses oh, that brilliant. vehicle. She uses that vehicle in the lineup and bam, yeah. What if I stole her thunder? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, Where's this going? Like like I, I'm going up a, be, right before her. So knowing that, <laughs> okay. what if I said, you know, if you guys keep laughing at my shit, I will get naked. <laughs> and then I'll just start taking my clothes off while I'm telling jokes. Oh and then she gets up there, and then what does she do? You know? That's oh. true. You th- but why do that to her? You, know, you go ahead say. and stay dressed. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't that, want everybody leaving. Now, that would definitely make or break the party right there. That, bra- that would definitely break the party. <laughs> You know, definitely, definitely. Holy shit, just see Platt standing up there in his fucking Bunandis. <laughs> so, Do you own any new Bunandis, by the way? I don't wear any Bunandis. So, oh, a hey, commando show. Oh, yeah. I don't. I've, I haven't worn underwear in, like, seriously, like 20 uh, years. How? How can you not wear underwear? I'm just super comfortable. Unless I'm renting a tux, it's the only time I ever wear underwear. Seriously. Wow. I'm always free balling. Nah. This is 
interesting information. Yeah. <laughs> so you're pro commando. I'm see me. Yeah, I'm the I opposite feel now. weird with underwear on. Like I it, can't it constricts me. Because my balls are so big, Bobby. Like literally. <laughs> That's what the problem is. How can you let them flop around? Yeah, because when they're constricted like that, it's uncomfortable for me. But when I just kind of let them hang, it's it's not so bad. No, because when you let them hang, then you can sit on a stool wrong and fuck up the rest of your day. Yeah. Yeah, it's I've happened sat a on few my, times. I've sat on my nut too many times to ever let it happen in the future. It's happened a few times. It has. All right, well, uh, we're getting off topic On this here. edition of Planet Platypus. <laughs> but no, your balls get longer. Platt talks about the size of his balls. They're, they're, <laughs> Literally. They're uncharacteristic. They're just huge. I think they're we're glancing ridiculous. over this topic. A couple of cassava melons. It, they are. But let's, uh, <laughs> let's go around the room real quick before we go on break. Bobby, what are you most thankful for this year? Oh, uh, actually, I'm thankful for surviving this year. Actually, it's been a rough Bobby Mack year yeah. all across the board. And you know what? I said this yesterday. I'm like, look, you know, uh, just the fact that we survived it is, is a good thing. So I am thankful for my daughter, my, my yeah. wife, yeah. and my friends and you guys. There's a lot to be thankful there. Amen. Man. Yeah. Especially anyway. on the daughter front. That, yeah, that's, I didn't mean to bring it real, but oh, no, man. no. So that's a lot okay. to be thankful for this year. Yeah, and man. That wasn't, you know. I like that. Josh? Yeah, man. Well, I'm thankful for that as well. I'm thankful for all those things. And, uh, and, and I'm thankful for the warm Florida sunshine all winter long and all through <laughs> the holiday season. Yeah, Josh and I always get to look on the news and see what our family's going through while we're like, wow, they should yeah. come to Florida. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm very thankful that, uh, you know, my son is in college and he's doing great and he's up there in New England and... Uh, and, and, and he's, he's really thriving out there, and I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm thankful for that. But I get the text messages, uh, Dad, 30 degrees this morning. Uh, feels like 19 <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. with the wind chill. And, uh, and, and, and I'm just so thankful. I'm um, sitting outside under the palm trees, uh, enjoying a, a fine Cuban cigar, and uh, <laughs> looking off into the moonlight. Uh, thankful. Yeah, and I, I think it's safe to say that collectively, we're very thankful for this podcast. We're very thankful to have the time to get together to do this every week and the people that make it happen, you know, um, Jake record making the Jake. website happen. And we're going to call him in a bit and, and talk to him a little bit. You know, a lot of people know Jake and a lot, a lot of people don't know Jake and Jake's been in the business a long time, but he's this brilliant genius uh, on, on the other side of the spectrum. So it's kind of these two crazy worlds collide. Jake is such a interesting person that I know, um, probably the most interesting person I know in the business. And uh, I, I want to kind of peel that onion on the show and see where that goes. But okay. good. I was hoping we would peel an onion today. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're, we're thankful for uh, Andrew Cutts. Uh, we're thankful oh, for yeah. Aaron Duarte. You know, we're, you know, Daniel Montoya and our crew, you know, the, the, the people that uh, the sacrifice time to help us get content for the website, entertain people, and, and, and do what we love to do. But most importantly, I think we're collectively thankful for the support that we've gotten from the industry this year. And, um, you know, namely the, the, the DJs and the features that just listen every week and keep sending us, you know, encouragement and, and, and per participation. You know, our Canadian girls that have really taken a liking to us, um, you know, Heather Heaven doing the Beaver Report. Oh, yeah. Alaska doing the state of Alaska, you know, uh, Natasha Nova um, helping us out with some content. You know, uh, that kind of stuff goes a long, long way. You know, it, we've been doing this a long time. We, we, we know 
all the major players in this business. Uh, we understand this business like the back of our hands, but um, a lot of people talk really hard, especially on social media. That you know, they have their little platforms and they talk and they try to boast and stick their chests out. But it's those people who show you. It's those people who aren't afraid to put in the time or some kind of a commitment to a relationship that makes me personally most thankful. And you all know who you are, the Annie Lanes of, of the world and, and, and the, the people that follow this podcast, too many to name, but we are very, very thankful for each and every one of you, and which is the reason we do this and have so much fun with it. Yeah. You know, I'm also thankful for the Spitfires. That was like one of my favorite yeah. things okay. to come out of this entire year. Yeah, I understand you got a good one this week. Yeah, this week we're going to address the topic that you recommended I address finally, uh, the fake butt uh, debate. <laughs> well, good, because I want to talk about that. So let's take a quick break. We'll get Jake Record on the phone. We're, we're going to pick apart a couple stories with him, and then uh, we'll talk about big butts, and we'll listen to a spitfire, and uh, I'll get all gushy-gushy with you guys at the end. How does that sound? Love it. Okay. All right, cool. We'll be right back. gushy that good gushy gushy hey are you looking to book a feature entertainer for your club look no further cinefoldstrips.com has you covered cinefoldstrips.com is a great place to make any event a successful event cinefoldstrips.com has celebrity lookalikes porn stars showgirls and many other acts to make your event a memorable one Enhance your guest experience by partnering up with Danny and his team of professionals. Centerfoldstrips.com. Tell them Planet Platypus sent you. Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? Pandamembers.org is an association for professional DJs. Panda stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, Panda is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of Panda yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out pandamembers.org. It could change your business for the better. All right, and welcome back to another edition of Planet Platypus, <laughs> our 21st edition. Our baby's 21. 21 episodes in. That needle. was a seamless transition. Seamless. <laughs> you like that? Seamless. <laughs> that was amazing. But somehow I'm getting worse at this. The best thing, though, is when I, when I listen to the show back, uh-huh. Josh has put a fucking music beat over this moment. Oh, yeah. It always sounds Changes funny. Changes the entire <laughs> oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. sounds In the studio, it sounds, Yo, sounds legit. Yeah. yeah. See, now, if you actually listen to the show, you would know that. Yeah. yeah. A little behind-the-scenes uh, info for you. That's true. Now, listen, guys, we started off the show, things we were thankful for, and uh, one of the things is the website. The website's awesome, right? I mean, the, the things we were able to do with it, the uh, the it's, platform that it's extended for people in our community. Uh, just him taking all the time to put all these extra features in. Oh, by the way, this. Oh, by the way, that. Yeah. I just sent him the new uh, State of Alaska videos in advance. Which are ready to roll, by the way. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone with us right now, driving somewhere in the country, is Monsieur <laughs> Jake Record. All right. Yeah. Hey, Jake. Hey, guys. What's Where is, up? Where's Jake driving to? I'm actually delivering um, some furniture to somebody. That sounds like a fun day. <laughs> sounds like we're not paying him enough. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'd... Uh, 
just a favor for a friend. So I'm just dropping some just stuff on their porch right I now. I got some stuff in the truck. I got to drop off a favor for a friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so Jake, um, you know, the website's been up since Expo. And, um, you know, we're getting towards the end of the year now. We got a couple shows left before New Year's. What is your favorite part of the entire website experience so far? I mean, you've been with us since moment one, thought one. And uh, you're probably the only person in our circle that can give a pedestrian-like, you know, um, objective to what we're doing. So, uh, objectively, what do you like and what would you like to see us do next, I guess, uh, up to this point? Uh, My favorite part of the site is the seamless integration of the podcast to the site itself. And to the syndicated feeds, such as, you know, uh, iTunes and Google Play and Spotify. Yes. And it's that, that's my favorite thing is the, the ease of use that somebody can come to the site and immediately see the podcast, immediately see the newest Spitfire, immediately see, you know, what's going on, you know, with Plant Platypus. That's my favorite part is the technology that powers um, making it easy for people to listen to the podcast. Agreed, and it's brilliant. What do you What do you think's next? Like, what, what What's the next phase website wise? Like, where do you see this thing going in the future? Uh, you know, it's just expanding on you know what we've got with like the news, uh, the different uh, subcategories like the Alaska Galore, uh, Vlog, and uh, the Beaver Report. Expanding on those things with you know um, more industry related news. The, uh, I like the employees of the month. You know, I think it's a, a big part of, uh, you know, giving, get, getting everybody together, you know, for this one industry um, and getting people the recognition they deserve. Um, in the future, I'd like to see um, more video. You know, I'd like to see more Videos. video of, of, of things, things being produced, similar to like a, a Joe Rogan-ish style podcast. Um, I know there's some technical challenges with that, but um, I, think, I think that would be effective and entertaining to listeners. I agree. I think that's the um, next step for us. A camera? Yeah, yeah. A camera in the room. Yeah, yeah people, think, people need to see camera. this eye candy over here. That's true. You do what, you know what? That, Josh decorates now. They need to see now, Maria you... when she comes into the show. They need to see what's going, what you guys are doing with the Brea doll. I don't know if you've Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that would be the next wow. phase. We have some I, go, uh, we have some GoPro cams, don't we? From the old studio. Yeah, but those GoPros make us look like we're five hundred pounds. Like you know, <laughs> maybe we can get puppets, Jake. Do you think if maybe somehow we had like a puppet show? I like of, the puppet the idea. Yeah. So like, now, I, unfortunately, there's a puppet. There's a there's a puppet band. <laughs> oh damn on, it! Uh, the, the, the puppet band is in effect until at least. Uh, 2020 at least oh damn because if you think about it just let the podcast play and then just have like very crudely made like sock puppets of us terribly (laughs) terribly made puppets yes you know what i think would be really good though bobby's an artist there's no reason why we can't do the show and then just have bobby like draw stick figures of us and and animate the stick figures and have the stick figures talking like that cheesy korean news site exactly the cheesy animations Hundred so like percent. South Park means. You know, there's a, there's also been talk of uh, you know, uh, adding some you know other streams. Like uh, I've been experimenting with some Roku channel stuff for the show. Um, oh, cool. Giving pe- giving people the ability to install a Planet Platypus TV Roku app and 
you know, consuming the show from there, you know, listening to the show. Obviously, there's no video right now. That's cool. But that's not to say that we couldn't have just the audio on a Roku app, you know, to make it easier for people with smart TVs to, you know, listen as they're vacuuming. Or, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I do. Rolling around cool. the house, practice. Yeah, that's what I do when I was decorating up the studio and everything. I had my my TV on. I was you were listening, listening to some Planet Platypus shows. No, yeah, well, no, I'm not Planet Platypus because I listen to that so much when I edit every week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can imagine. But um, but no, but I was listening to my podcast. There's a couple different ones I like. That's what I do. I put it on the TV and I clean the house. And so that's cool. Yeah. yeah, no, no, that's perfect. That, that that's that's absolutely great. So, Jake, you've been you've been doing this a long time, as far as the the web hosting and and making websites and and doing all the nerdy things that people think they know how to do but really don't. But you've also been on the road with a feature entertainer for like ever. You know, like um, how many years were you on the road traveling um, with your significant other when she was a feature? I mean, how many years was it? I think we were on the road probably about 10 years, um, give or take a year. Um, I would say it was about 10 years. So I saw a lot of, you know, what goes on inside the clubs, Yeah. what goes on with, you know, feature entertaining, day-to-day promotions of clubs. Um, you know, I saw a lot of that, and I saw it from both sides. You know, I saw it from, uh, you know, the feature entertainer standpoint, and then I saw it from just a, a club patron, and I saw, you know, the behind-the-scenes things. And then that once the um, once my wife wasn't featuring anymore, you know it was it was time for a more permanent job, and that's when I took up a position at at ED Publications. And that my experience on the road and with the clubs really gave me a leg up when doing stuff for ED because I could see oh, yeah. wh- what they wanted to do, and then I could give my take on it from what I saw my experiences in the industry. Yeah, because anyway, he was getting it from from every angle and mm-hmm. from multiple different clubs and different markets as well mm-hmm. so like you know having all that information right. and knowledge is 10 like, years worth yeah i mean like like, no- it's like getting a master's degree in strip club right no nobody's got that you know and then applying that to a business matrix which is your website explaining in in depth detail the intricacies of not only inside of your club, but your entertainment packages and everything that you do in these clubs, and then being able to put it out in, in, into a branding type thing. It's, it's, I can't think of any, like, you know, I, there's so many companies out there that will charge tens of thousands of dollars to build you a website. Yeah. And, and these are the same yeah. companies that'll do Pepsi, IBM, like the biggies, you know, they're, they're amazing at what they do. And you know what? Every single time these companies have crashed and burned. Why? Because they have no fucking clue what we do in business. <laughs> right. They really don't. Yeah. Like, they have no idea That's... what a stripper's needs, wants, uh, our DJ, a manager, what a bartender goes through, what a um, customer goes through finding an establishment to frequent. You know, just just that alone, the the, the, the surfing on the web to get to your club and, and, and the things People in the web world do not understand our world, and you can't put those two worlds together unless you've experienced both, right, Jake? Yeah, I, absolutely. I would say that you know having the experience in the industry is essential. Having you know boots on the ground experience in the industry is essential for running any type of business in the industry. You have to know how the industry operates. We don't operate like most mainstream industries would. You know, we've got a different you know, a, a, a different itinerary for almost everything. And, and then on top of that, different clubs have different itineraries. You look at uh, something like 
a mainstream club versus an urban club. They're two different, com- completely different venues. When you look at the entertainment, you look at uh, just how the stage is presented, you look at the activities, or even the buffet. There's or even the way so they're marketing facets. it, you know? The marketing is completely different. Then there's so many facets of this industry that it, I think it's essential that it, to, to excel in this industry, you have to have experience in this industry to either market your products or your services to the people in this industry. Right. You have to know, you have to walk a mile in their shoes. You have yeah. to know exactly what they've experienced and understand it. But it's, it's vast. I mean, we think sometimes it's a small industry, but it, it is vast. There's hundreds of businesses, thousands of clubs. You know, there's a lot that goes into, um, you know, promoting yourself in this industry. And there's nobody better. I'll tell you what, a, a few times I, I've been backlogged even at Tootsie's and I, I outsourced a few things to Jake, just like, Hey man, help a brother out. You know, I'm in a pinch. I've done it with Bobby in the past too. Like, you know, you know, I just need something quick. I need something tomorrow. There is nobody better who just freaking gets it. Right. Just gets it. You know what I mean? I've never had him send me something for approval. I wasn't like, Holy shit. Like, right. this is awesome. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not even just like, you know, you need like, there's times like I know if Bobby's spending a week on something, it's a masterpiece. If he's spending a day on something, it's a rush job, but it's still yeah, great. it takes time. Yeah, man, it's hard, and I get and I get that, and and like, there's nobody better. So my point being, if there's anybody out there looking for a website or anything to do with um, technology in the strip club industry, there's only one person that, that that I can think of, and that's Jake Record. Bobby, what were you gonna say? No, I gotta agree. It's good that it's like when Jake is a He's a master of his craft, and this is what he does. He does web stuff. So, I mean, just watching this website grow and the amazing difference that it was from the first one we started. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the first oh, one. Oh, I remember. But, <laughs> I'll I mean, never forget Think where we, where we are now with yeah. what we have. Amazing. The, the Night first, and day. Yeah. It's amazing. You can listen to it on any platform, too. Yeah. So, Jake, 10 years on the road with your wife as a feature entertainer. And what what was the craziest thing? How, first of all, how many states do you think you covered? Uh, nearly every state. I think at one time we were buying refrigerator magnets, you know, <laughs> for every state we visited. Well, shit, after 10 and years. I, we, yeah, we nearly covered every state. Uh, Mexico a couple times, Canada a few times. Um, I don't think we traveled outside the country for anything, but, uh, but pretty much every state. A lot of it, you know, at that time of featuring, a lot of it was really uh, focused around the South clubs, the East Coast, and mainly Florida. There's a lot of Florida clubs. I guess you could toss Texas in there, too. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it, it really branched out into the Midwest. There are a lot of mis- Midwest clubs, um, the Dakotas, uh, uh, Wisconsin a lot. Uh, we got over to the West Coast quite a bit. But, um, yeah, I would say I covered probably every state. So what was the craziest craziest thing you've ever seen? What was the uh, first thing that popped to your head when I said that? I can't even begin to think <laughs> of something at the moment. But I know um, one time there was, uh, in Louisiana, it was a club... In uh, Lafayette, I don't remember the name of it at the moment, but there was a contest going on because you always did these mini contests, right. similar to the contests and pageants that go on now, but there was one going on at least once a month. Mm-hmm. It was run either by the club or by the agencies. And there was a girl 
there that wanted to do a fire show. And uh, I was, you know, I would go to these pageants and I would run stage crew. I would help with stage crew or just help out wherever I could. Uh, obviously, you know, do my wife's show, but, um, you know, help out with stage crew. And this girl came with uh, all these fire things. I wanted to do a fire show. It looked like she was a pro because she had all these accessories. So we get her up on stage and she's like, oh, in this box is this thing. And I need you to put it on stage. And it was like a little hibachi grill like you'd buy at Publix, like a little back backyard hibachi grill. And she just squirts lighter fluid in there <laughs> and rubbing alcohol and lights this thing on fire. And 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 she's on fire. And like the sticks oh are God. on fire. She's on fire. It's spreading, it's spreading across the stage. And I don't remember if it was another feature's husband or the DJ, but just came up and blasted, just blasted her with the fire extinguisher. Oh my God. That's awesome. That is not healthy. But I mean, there, there, there are a ton. I mean, there's, there's, there's likely a ton of stories. If I really start thinking about it, um, expo stories, crazy things that have gone on at expo. Um, one of my favorite things was the expo pranks that we used to pull. Um, we'd always just pull pranks on people at expo. Like what Um, kind of pranks? Uh, one was, you know, we, he, you stay up till four or five o'clock in the morning at Expo. You're always, you're always going strong partying or yeah, zombified. And there was one night where, um, we got in really late and my job at Expo is to work the, uh, the ED booth. You know, I do the badges and I work behind the desk at, at Expo for ED. And I knew I wasn't going to make it. I was so hungover. I wasn't going to make it to the Expo booth. I had to sleep. I mean, I was just annihilated i had to get some rest so somebody had texted me and said hey where are you at and this was the early days of texting where you had to like hit the button three times to type <laughs> oh, yeah. letters. You <laughs> the know, flip phone er- text early. you had to really mean it yeah the flip phone texting so i rolled over in my <laughs> bed and i just texted back casino jail just two words casino jail well this threw ed staff into a frenzy this threw the security into a frenzy oh my god jake's in jail jake's in casino jail so they started calling around las vegas police department looking for me out. you know and little did they know i'm just up, up in my room sleeping so it was just meant to be a joke and then uh you know about you know 11 30 12 o'clock rolls around i get out of bed and i i wander down to where my assigned thing was and at this particular time it was when we were doing fanfare um, you know, where we have all the fans come in and the feature entertainers mm-hmm. sign promo and take pictures and whatnot. And I believe it was at Sapphires that year. And so I just kind of strolled into Sapphires, you know, after I got up and I was all fresh and ready and people <laughs> are just mad. There's, you can just see the anger in their eyes. Like, where have you been? Where have you been? And I, was, I explained it after that. Like, We've been looking everywhere for you. We called the, we called the hotel, hotel jail. We called the Las Vegas Police Department. Called everybody. But um, that, was a, a, that was a fun prank. That's I mean, a unintentional good story. prank. Unintentional. But, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, unintentional prank, but it turned out to be good. Jake. But, I mean, there are crazy stories that, that happen on the road. Just bizarre things. Like creepy things. things. Uh, we were doing a show one time, uh, maybe in Florida or in the South somewhere. And we come home from the club and we're in a motel. The one with the doors that face like out to the parking lot, not an interior wall. Right, right. So we get to our room and there's a guy like in his boxer shorts and a cruddy t-shirt next door to us. And he just looks at us. He's like, did you have nice shows tonight? And we're like, Oh, 
cracks. He knows that she's the feature and right. he's staying next door. So there was the time where you have like connecting doors inside the ho- the motel rooms. So we're super paranoid that this guy is on the other, you know, what's he doing over there? And we're able to like see under the door, like a little gap under the door. And we can see his toes oh. like standing there. So he's like listening at the door to us. <laughs> Cause it's like a double door. You open one up and then there's another door there. And he's like, right. We could see his, his feet under the door. Oh, it was creepy. Like, wow. What did you do though? But we just sat there quiet, like turned up the TV <laughs> oh and just God. sat there quiet. Nope, I would have fucked louder. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of creepy people out there, and then, and you know, you think about what these girls go through on the road. It's not an easy life. It really isn't. I mean, uh, Chloe was lucky. She had Jake. She had tremendous support. Her shows were very organized. Her routine was, I mean, 10 years on the road. You know what the frick you're doing. You know what I mean? Even packing. Yeah, you know what to bring. You know how to set it up. You're right. You know how to get around things, in and out of things. You know, uh, even if you're sick on the road, you know where to get your medicine. Like, she had it down pat. She was very lucky. But I think about these girls today. You know, like Jake said back then, just to do a text message wasn't, you know, as simple as it is today. So the technology was different. Nowadays, you know, if you're infatuated with a feature entertainer, you know where she's at, what time she's performing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but, yeah. but you know, like Jake said, there's the, the, that creepy guy that's at the door, Howard's your shows. And think about when you're by yourself. You don't have the boyfriend roadie right. with you. No, that's going to be you creepy don't have, scary. I mean, I worry about these girls sometimes. Like, look, when you do a booking at Tootsie's, you're good. You know, you're solid. We have a driver for you. We have security. We have, uh, we put you in a nice hotel. You pull uh, into the building before you get out of your they're, car. They're, they're, you are taken care of from the second you get off the plane till the second you get back on that plane. Somebody from our club is with you or walking you through it. You know what I mean? Right. Not yeah, every Tootsies club always is like that. Even right. the early days of Tootsies. With yeah. The, uh, the, when they had the Tootsies house. And even uh, back then with Tees Lounge, you know, they had the... Uh, the the feature house. Yeah. And on it was, you, always, you, always, you always felt safe at those places. You know, those, those were places that you knew you could get a break from, uh, you know, the weirdness yeah. that, that could happen. But there's been, there was, there's a couple horror stories that I remember in the early days of the agencies where a girl was booked. Uh, she lived, I believe in the Carolinas, maybe yeah, Carolinas. And she drove to Missouri for a booking the agent gave her a contract and said, Hey, you know, you got a shows this weekend at this club. And she's like, okay, you know, signs her contract, faxes it back or whatever. And you know, she's on her way to that club. She gets there, you know, on a Wednesday or Thursday night, you know, before the day of her shows. And she can't find this club. She can't find anything. All she can find is the address on the contract, which is somebody's house. Mm. So she gets super paranoid, you know, calls and wakes the agent up. I believe she even called us at some point and said, Hey, have you ever heard of this club? Never heard of this club. The agent tries to get a hold of the club owner. He thought maybe the address on the contract was the address to his house, but the, there's an actual club somewhere else in town. Turns right, out the right. club didn't even exist. Didn't even exist. Somebody just tried to book this girl to come do shows without even having a club. There was no vetting. And, you know, it was very wow. little vetting mm. that you could do in the early days. So there's, there's a lot of horror stories that I've heard, you know, about things that have gone on in the feature entertainment. It's a lot different now than, than it ever has been. And in a lot of ways it's more competitive, but in a different way, 
Because back then, the only way you can really be competitive for bookings was on those pageants or, or the showcases that they would do at Expo. Right. Or, that was it. That's all they had. You know, you had Miss Nude Worlds. You had um, the Golden G-Strings. And then you had uh, Expo. And then there was, like, one other. I forget what it was. But, but that was it. That's yeah. all you had. And every feature showed up for those things. When we did, when we did those special events at Tootsie's, we would have like 50 fucking features show up, like I, I, like girls you never heard of before, you know? And then Samantha Jones had her uh, pageant that she did for uh, a million years. Oh, right, yeah. And then Rio ended up taking those over, and that's what Rio does now. But the Samantha Jones pageants, those used to be like the only game in town forever. You know, there was the porn yeah. thing, and then there was the showgirl thing. Samantha Jones did the showgirl thing, and... Um, Jewel Denial and Peter North at one time were dealing with the porn end of things. That's that's how long we go back. And we did both of them one year at Tootsie's back to back. So we did the porn stars the one week, and then the following week we did Samantha Jones. And it was insane because the porn thing was like 10 porn stars showed up. Ron Jeremy played harmonica and pissed everybody off. <laughs> it was it was it was terribly boring. Nobody put on so a show. <laughs> but everyone was taking a million pictures because they were porn stars and everybody was excited because Jenna Jameson was there and Jewel Denial was there. And like back, back then they were like the vivid girls were a real thing. That was like a big deal. So the following week, Samantha Jones comes ripping into town with like 40 freaking features. And it's Monday, and she's like, okay, we got we get, we have 20 heats. We're like, what do you mean you got 20 heats? We have that many features. And that was the only competition that they had, so wow. the girls would come in droves. So you want to talk about competition. I mean, these girls were bringing on their A++++ games. You know what I mean? And, 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 and that was just my experience back then. Nowadays, there's... You know, there's next week. There's a tournament at Monroe's, and then there's one at you know they're they're everywhere. You know, like it's 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 very commonplace to have these events once a month, so the girls can pretty much look at the newspaper ahead of time and go, "All right, well, I'm I don't have a booking this week. I'll go to Tucson." You know what I'm saying? You said look at the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look at their phone, Josh. You know what I mean? Just see them looking at the newspaper, licking their thumb, turning the page. (laughs) What's going on this week at the old strippy? At the old strippy. (laughs) At the old strip club. Jake, uh, before we go, um, you know, Thanksgiving's next week. Josh is going to be out of town, so there's going to be no Thanksgiving show. What are you most thankful for, my friend? Uh, the ability to do what I do, having this collective knowledge that I have formed to help me make a living. That is one thing I'm most thankful for, uh, is, is is able to kind of control my own destiny to work hard and perfect something and be able to, you know, do as I please almost. Um, but the second thing I would be thankful for is my family. The, uh, the support I get from my wife. Uh, even when it, even when I'm down in the dumps about something, you know, I'm stuck on a project or, uh, just can't, you know, get to the end of something, you know, she's always there. She's always supportive. Even if, even if what I'm producing, I know is crap, you know, even if I've lost interest in it and I just know it's crap, she's always there to, you know, lift me up and tell me that, um, you know, it's good. It's valid. You know, keep doing what you're doing because you, you know, at least she thinks I'm doing the right thing. I love Chloe. So I'm super thankful. Super thankful for her support. Yeah, you got a good um, wife I couldn't there. Have done, I couldn't have done half the things, seventy-five percent, probably all the things I've 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 done, if it wasn't for her. I mean, she mm-hmm. essentially introduced me to the 
industry. She was dancing before I met her and she became a feature shortly after I met her. So really all my contacts and everything came because of her career. You know, yeah. I couldn't, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I'm at, you know, today if it wasn't for her. All right. It's a very polished answer. Well, Jake's a very polished <laughs> professional. Nice. Jake, we're thankful to you, buddy. The website, it's exceeded all of our expectations. Yeah. It just awesome. keeps Absolutely. getting better. Awesome. And, uh, we, we love the work and time that you put in, um, uh, your friendship so important to me personally. I love you and Chloe uh, like family. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Um, keep up the great work. And uh, if anyone wants to consult with Jake Record for website hosting or making your websites, talk to his agent, DJ Platypus, and yes. he will arrange <laughs> a, a meeting for you. Uh, Jake, any last words? Uh, no, you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. And... Um... I guess I'll talk to you in a week or two. Happy Thanksgiving, Jake. Happy Thanksgiving, Love man. you, Jake Record. Love you guys, too. Take Thanks, care. Man. Thanks, man. Rick's Cabaret, it's one of the biggest chains in the adult industry. With over 50 clubs nationwide, Rick's Cabaret is a great destination, no matter what state you're visiting. Check out rickscabaret.com for a full list of clubs near you. And if you want a piece of the action, Rick's Cabaret is a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ under the letters R-I-C-K. Rick's Cabaret has been awarded National Club Chain of the Year numerous times. Check out rickscabaret.com for all your entertainment needs. Playmates is Miami's best-kept secret. Great food and top-level entertainment. Playmates features events and a great menu. Check out PlaymatesClub.com for all your entertainment needs. This club is known for great customer service, not to mention it's a non-stop party. The staff is friendly, the club is beautiful, and there's never a shortage of hot entertainers. PlaymatesClub.com. The party is on. Hey, welcome back. It's episode 21. We're Officially legal. legal. How about Let's that? get drunk. <laughs> it's our 21st birthday. Um, 21st birthday. Well, I, I episode. Think, I think we're going to get drunk on our New Year's show. I want to do a cool New Year's show. I just haven't figured out what we should do yet. So, like New Year's Eve, you just want to hang out here? Just yeah. And like, <laughs> wait till midnight. And get <laughs> do the countdown. And do just do a live drunk podcast. Why not? Yeah. Just call everybody, drunk dial people in the industry. Oh, that would be a fun episode. That's you know? what this show should have been. We should have been bar hopping and done a segment from the phone at each different <laughs> yes. place of our 21st birthday. Yeah, the, yes. pro- the problem is we record so early. And man, I hate freaking recording on Wednesdays, Bobby. Yeah. We got to change your schedule. <laughs> this is so hard. Yeah. Um, but um, if we did a New Year's show and actually did it at night, you know, we can literally drunk dial everybody because drunk dialing everybody at like noon East Coast time on a Wednesday, you're not going to, nobody's going to answer the phone. That's the hardest part. You know what I mean? But if it's like, you know, 11 o'clock at night and we're hammered on New Year's, you know, Don Meg is, is picking a, up his phone. Is it on a weekend this year? When it's is a it? Tuesday. Oh. New Year's Eve's a Tuesday. And I'm off on New Year's Eve. I'm working New Year's Day, but I'm off New Year's Eve. Yeah, man. I was thinking about what I'm going to do. Like, I might go up to Tootsie's. I might run them in rows. I don't know. I might I might go to Bianco's club. I, I... We're going to have Ray of Sunshine at our club. 
is going to be on New Year's a Eve. It's a really good reason to go to yeah. Monroe's. We're going to have four different celebrity DJs will be in the house. Celebrity DJs? Yeah. Besides Bobby Mack and Jimmy <laughs> no, Boucher? Yeah. No, people who actually know how to DJ. No. Wait a second. <laughs> now would be a perfect time for a Bobby Mack live read Monroe's commercial. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Bobby, tell us more about this Monroe's. Well, yes. uh, coming up at Monroe's for New Year's Eve, uh, we're going to have Rare Sunshine, who's lovely. Uh, she has a real doll, in case you haven't uh, you know, Oh, I seen know it. the doll. Uh, Rare will be in town. She'll be there for the 24th and as well as New Year's Eve. We're going to actually be open until 10 a.m. that wow. night. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so the poor <laughs> night shift guy is going to have to work. Oh, my God. 6 p.m. 10 a.m. Wow. Oh, for the and love of God. Why? Like, just go home. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, who the fuck? You'd be surprised. I man. know, dude. I, it's a big money night. My club's open till five. I'd say the same thing. I just go, like, I'm glad people are here that drink of the spending money. This is wonderful. But what the fuck, man? Like, who wants to be out when the sun's coming up? Just go home. Go home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Every be year, pu- there will be pussy tomorrow. <laughs> not a Monroe. Like, stay at Monroe's till ten because it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Sorry, Bobby. But they're holding on to but, it. Yeah, yeah, keep it keep it going. Every keep year, going. New Year's Eve, uh, we get busy at like two a.m. to six a.m. and it's just a mob scene. Yeah. Before then, it's a freaking ghost town because everybody goes out. They have dinner. They right. do their thing, and then they try to get into these other clubs for the countdown, and they're standing in line at eleven o'clock. They shoot ah. over to Tootsie's, and then we get packed. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Tootsie's Cabaret, Josh. Oh, yeah. Tell me more about it. Um, you should check out our website right now for all of the holiday uh, upcoming events where, as where, well as pay-per-view. Where pay find that on the World Wide Web? That would be <laughs> www.tootsiescabaret.com. Uh, that's tootsiescabaret.com. Check out our website and see all the events we've got coming up. Um, Thanksgiving's always a big day. We we have a, a turkey that we give away, and it's it's a it's a lot of fun. And uh, um, wait, I'm sorry. Are you giving away turkey? You got my attention now. <laughs> uh, well, no, we we have turkey with all the fixings. Ah, <laughs> oh, fixings. Yeah, we have a little buffet that we do. It's it's nice. Uh, Love fixings. You know, every year. And, um, you know, Christmas, New Year's, always a good time. The NBA Pass mm-hmm. is our newest feature at Tootsie's Cabaret, which is every single NBA game, all NBA you season long. You guys are basketball addict. Well, I mean, you're in Miami. Well, that you know what sense. it is, too? Now that we have that big, giant jumbo screen I know, I know. in the club. 300 square foot jumbo 320 screen. square feet oh, wow. uh, LED 4K screen. Amazing. Yeah. Just the, insane. The, and, and, like, just playing with it and, and being able to... Manipulate the patterns when we're not watching sports on there. It's a it's a lot of fun from the DJ cool perspective. Stuff, yeah. So if you haven't been to Tootsie's yet, come to Tootsie's Cabaret in Miami. Check out our website, tootsiescabaret.com. How crazy is it that we live in a world where you have to let what people watch TV while they're watching pussy? Well, we live in a world where nobody can. Everyone's going to have orthopedic surgeons in their future, <laughs> yeah, because right. everybody stares at their screen on their cell phone all freaking yeah. day long. But so but they're already conditioned for that. But it's, it's multitasking because you're right. They're looking at the sports. They're looking at the girls, and usually looking at something else on their phone on top exactly. of that. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, it's it's insane. But, uh, but you reminded me of something we were talking about Thanksgiving at the club. I did an event at a club uh, for Thanksgiving once where they brought out a girl on a platter and she was like kind of like hunched over like a turkey <laughs> i shit you not man they put fucking like apples and shit around her like and um 
and oiled her up like she had uh-huh. baby oil all over like oiled her up yeah. and uh and, and there was like fruit and cheese platter and shit like all around she was on a big platter yeah and like a bunch of guys the bouncers the cook manager everybody's lifting this thing up and walks her out on thanksgiving and like puts her down on a table and like she had to stay hunched over like a turkey while people came over and took like cheese oh and crackers and shit off the platter that's amazing <laughs> dude it was really, really impressive. Well, I mean, you see the sushi girls, you know, when they do those big sushi parties and you eat sushi off of a half-naked model. Yes. And that's, yeah, at, least, that's like a, at least the sushi girl can, like, can relax. This chick was, like, on her hands and knees. She's doggy like, style like, yeah, like, like, doggy style, but, like, kind of hunched over to look like a turkey because they had... <laughs> She had like her feet up, and they had like the little fucking white things to make it like turkey legs. So, like it was ridiculous, dude. It was absolutely ridiculous. Gobble gobble. But uh, but 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 yeah. You know what else? But, you is... know, we always like to go above and beyond for the for the show. You know what else is ridiculous these days in the strip clubs, Josh? What's that, Platt? Girls with big fake asses. I might say redonkulous. I mean, okay, we're in Miami. Oh, yeah, the, Bobby the is big in, butt capital of the world, you might say. Bobby is in Palm Beach County, which might be a little bit different than what Josh and I are experiencing. But let mm-hmm. me tell you this. On Saturday night, I went through my rotation of girls, right? And I like to brag a little bit. We had 150 yeah, beautiful entertainers. It's a long, long rotation. It's a very big rotation of right. girls. And uh, I'm very proud of that fact. We worked very hard at that. But out of the 150 girls... I started doing like a, a head count. And how many do you think out of 150 on a Saturday night had fake asses? At Tootsie's, I want to go 80%. 80%. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have some big yeah. ass. And like, you guys have some girls with asses so big, you're like, even if that's not fake, you know. Josh, what do you say? Um, you know, I'm going to have to. I'm gonna have to side with Bobby. That does sound like a, 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 a really good like because okay, so I'm thinking of my rotation, which is usually like 50 to 60 girls. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit smaller club, right? And, and I'm so I'm going by my fake butt ratio, mm-hmm. which is about 80. percent So I'm gonna say like across the board, it, it, it's gonna be that way. It's you guys are really close. 76 percent of my entertainers <laughs> okay. had fake asses. You get it down to the, hey. to the percentile. Yes. But that's, that's good. Round of applause yeah, yeah, for Bobby. Yes, that's right. All right. Yeah. That is yeah. a lot of fake ass. Yeah, yeah. It's a and, lot of silicone. And I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think that it's um, practiced uh, medically to the point where it's approved, right? I think uh, that, that I don't know. You know, I, I don't know, but, but I've seen some really bad ones. I was gonna oh. say the people with those are run the gamut of professionalism. It's not like they're all, yeah. You know, some of those are from another country. <laughs> some yeah. of those those uh, surgery I'm, jobs. I'm sure we've all seen some some really bad butt jobs. I mean, I've seen well, some awful ones. You sometimes, if the girl's natural body just isn't appropriate, you know what I mean? It just doesn't mm-hmm. look right. Right. You know, it's just well, it's, it's like, like a bad boob job. Y- right. You know, like the boobs. I understand. Okay. Um, for for women, having a, a nice size breasts signifies power. It signifies something. There's there's okay. confidence. There's some kind of like a there's a confidence primal, level there. Primal thing going on. There. Sure. Okay. And I'm sure we can get any of our feature <laughs> friends on the phone to to verify this. I just think there's a confidence factor there. I understand yeah. it. I get it. The lips and the ass, I don't get it. Yeah. One day you're gonna be sixty. We all get older, and wow. you're you know you're you're thinking. I know a girl who's been in the business twenty plus years. She got her butt done, 
And she ended up having nerve damage so badly wow. that when she sleeps at night, she cannot sleep on her back body. Oh, my God. She has to sleep either on her side or her stomach or else it's like the needle pin, you know, like when your leg falls asleep, that needle feeling. Yeah. It's excessive to the point where it's painful for her. And she cannot rest. When you, when you cannot rest... Like, that's my point. You're putting... Yeah, but when she twerks, you got to see that thing jiggle. <laughs> yeah, but that's my point, Josh. These girls are putting themselves through these limits that I don't, I don't get it. Like, right. you're putting vanity before health. You're putting, you're putting vanity before anything else. And, and, and I feel like that's a big, big mistake. Now, there are exceptions to the rules, right? Have you seen like uh, like good butt jobs that you? Michelle Ryan yeah. has a nice pig fake ass. She, she does. does. She does. But I worry about her too. You yeah. know, Lisa Lish has a beautiful round fake ass. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, I love Lisa Lish's ass. Yes. I love Michelle Ryan. I love her ass, but I yeah. question it. Yeah. It's like girls. I was actually thinking of getting into the business because my ass is like just about to the right size. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. I was thinking about it because because you know I've been on this weight loss thing and I'm losing. You think you need a lift? I'm losing my booty, man. Like, yes, yeah, so I, I wouldn't mind getting a little a little butt just, cutlet implanted in there. I mean, look, if I'm gonna get in the industry now, is the body type for me? I can't wait any longer. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you've heard these stories about these girls that like find these like witch doctors in Motel Sixes that, yeah. like you know, like the Why? one girl. Richard. The one girl, the doctor put fix a flat, fix a flat. in yes. her ass yeah. as an injection. Yeah. I'm, that's not even a joke. Yeah. I know and that I'm, really happened. Yeah. yeah, and you can die from it. Yeah, that's yeah, I think so. absolutely clear. I think she did, or, uh, or because yeah. there is toxin, and you don't just yes. fucking stick like, fix a flat yeah. in somebody's or cement yeah. or it, it also, like, uh, let the entire can go. <clears throat> Yeah, it who, also uh, sealed up her butthole, which led to a lot of. Uh, how do you let someone stick problems? you with cement and pull the trigger? <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Let's start with the evolution. Mm -hmm. It started in Brazil. Okay, Brazilian women had these unbelievably unbelievable natural bountiful asses. booties, bountiful. You know, um, when bouncing they, booties when they first introduced women's beach volleyball as an Olympic sport. That is where you think the that was booty. The, I know for a fact that's where the no, booty craze started. I think the booty craze has always been. I don't think I can't think. I don't think you could pinpoint it to one certain. Oh, event. I think you can easily. Do I it. think it, w it was maybe brought into the mainstream, you know, through like music, baby got back, and Josh. that kind of thing. It became trendy. No, but I think. I mean, men have always obsessed over girls with big booty since the beginning no. of time. Bullshit. When we were kids. It wasn't the fashion. You were right. made fun of if you had a big ass. Right. There was a skit on Saturday Night a, Live a tight little... called The Big Butt Family. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and yeah. the Big Butt Family would go on these vacations, and yeah. and they they all came out with these gigantic asses, and it was made fun of. Yeah, I watch uh, Married with Children a lot. Whenever they show like the hot girls come out in the bikinis or whatever, they all have like these little tiny round butts. Yeah. Yeah. But we're like talking two little peas in a pod, which is fine. But this isn't two little peas in a pod. No, we're talking two. We're big talking melons in your freaking semi tires. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So, in my opinion, yeah, I could be wrong, as Josh is pointing out, which is fine. Okay. We can, no, we no. Can but agree this is interesting. It is interesting. That, my opinion that you're going to pinpoint it to that Brazilian and I'll tell you volleyball why. team because that's when the internet and TV kind of caught up. 
okay. to each other, All right. where people can actually start tweeting and texting about things that were happening on TV. And that Brazilian look is what all the guys were talking about. And the girls wanted you know, to impress the guys from a strip club point of view. Right. I'm not talking about society. Right. From there, it goes to the Kardashians. Right, the Kardashians. And the Kardashians out. made it really cool, yeah. right? And then the hip-hop artists and, and putting that into their Fucking music sir. videos. Yeah. Fucking Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. God damn it, it all comes back to that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. He's a pioneer. Even then, I don't think it was as, you know, it's an epidemic right now, bro. Right. I know, but that's where the wave started. There right. are that's girls. Where it started, right. And not even. Show what's next? What is next? Not even just strippers. It's girls I see in the mall. It's girls in Miami. Everyone's no, Miami, got a yeah. fake ass. I don't know if they're all fake, because sometimes I think just some girls just have huge asses. No, bro. No. But I see a lot of big booties. Yeah, you just go everywhere. Just, and then, like, know, after a while, you see the cheese, and then the creases, the mm-hmm. cracks, the yeah. dimples. I don't the, mind all that, but it gets the, it gets <laughs> bad, bro. Yeah, it gets bad. And at some point, you know, these girls are going to be kicking themselves in the ass for doing that because it's going to affect their health. And like when a girl comes up to me, it, like like there's this girl at work. She's so unbelievably stunning, beautiful face, perfect double D natural tits. They're perfect. Her ass is. Eh. It's not defined, but it's nice. Mm-hmm. Her body type natural. is just perfectly natural everywhere. She's like, I'm getting my butt done, I'm getting my boobs lifted, and I'm getting my lips done. No. Yeah. Like, dude, you're 20. Yeah. You're 20. Yeah, that, that's just the uh, the the that's just where that's the world but we live in right now. Let me ask you a question. Let's put it in an opposite perspective. We always joke about 20 year olds doing things because they're not they don't have the life experience. But then as we get older, we're like, wow, if I could go back to when I was 20, I would just get my tits done then, and then I would have <laughs> fucking made money for 10 years instead of not making money for 10 years, then getting my tits done, and then oh shit, this is how you make money. Like I understand they've got to you know if you want to fine tune your automobile. As long as you the package you put together looks good, that then fine. Yeah. But don't don't bargain ball that kind of surgery. Yeah, yeah. I feel there's certain things in life you like, don't want to discount on, like surgery is right. probably going to go exactly. right at the top like, of that list. You know what? If you're going to get it done, <laughs> don't lowball it. That's yeah. not the, where you take your risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or overdo it. <clears throat> know how proportionate your size is as a human being. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like it's just. Their butts are so big, like you could tell they're like struggling with their backs, like just carting that thing around all day. Like, hey, you probably have sciatica, don't you? <laughs> yeah, like I know it's a topic that you've felt very strongly about, and you've urged me to to create a Spitfire of the Week addressing this very topic. No and, way, and and I finally have that for you this week because I know you've been asking for a long time. I'll, I'll call you up. I'll say, Ah, Platt, I need some ideas for the Spitfire. And every time. You bring up the fake butt thing. Because I wanted to sound off on it because I just, yeah. I, I want girls to stop. Uh, the problem was, you know, I'd start writing something and I'd be like, ah, fake butts. Like, what do I say about it? I'm like, okay. So, you know, uh, it just took me a while to figure out how I was going to put it together. But I put something together this week addressing the topic of fake butts. And uh, we're going to call it fake butts. <laughs> That's <laughs> very creative. His titles are so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy. <laughs> Hey, it's your boy, Jiggy Josh Fiore from Jiggy Josh Fiore's Fake Booty Emporium. Are you getting sick and tired of being overlooked by professional athletes and rappers because of the size of your butt? 
do you have low self-esteem or maybe poor body image issues? Well, then I've got a solution for you. Come on down to Jiggy Josh Fiore's Fake Booty Emporium. We got fat butts, thick butts, juicy butts, and dookie butts. We got the butt for you. But don't take my word for it. Listen to some of our satisfied Big customers. Intro. Hey, my name's Laureline. I had a debilitating disease called no acetal, so I came on down to Jiggy Josh's <laughs> Fake Butt Emporium, and they hooked me up right. Now, people throw money at my butt, and I can twerk it low. Thanks, Jiggy Josh. Hey, you're welcome, fuckface. So if you're looking for the right ass, come on down to Jiggy Josh Fiore's Fake Booty Emporium. Butts, thick butts, little butts, big ol' bouncing booty butts, juicy butts, dookie butts, every booty truly, but the only ones they hate is the ladies with the fake butts. Got a booty that's out of control, so big that it's got its own area code. Fake butts every day, another thousand or so. Everybody hit the deck, it's about to explode. We can turn a pancake booty to a massive butt, looking like a hungry, hungry hippo when she back it up. Back it up, drop it low, don't stop it. Wait, stop it, I don't wanna pop it. Like I did when I put a pin in the water bed and it sprung a leak wound in my carpet. That's nonsense, back to the topic. Cat bubble asses, clap if you want it. Every time I look, I see another one pass me. Couldn't fit both ass cheeks in the backseat. Gonna need a flatbed of a dump truck for the bum 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 for the rum so pump. Got a butter bowl turkey, but eat them spandex in the booty crack. I'm swiping that Amex. Fake booty gon' make real money. No squeeze though, might feel funny. It's worth it, that's for certain. Feel like a nerf so firm and perfect. Bad butts, flat butts, saggy flabby ass butts, thick butts, little butts, big old bouncing booty butts, juicy butts, dookie butts, every booty truly, but the only ones they hate is the ladies with the fake butts. Butts getting bigger and they keep inflating, hot or not, everybody is debating, gotta show love cause ain't ain't nice, booty doubles as a flotation device, sitting underneath when I need some shade, then I hop on the booty and we ride away, got a bump in his butt, wanna climb and pound it, smaller asses orbit around it, it's astounding man, it's a dream, that saline fix your self-esteem, got another injection to make the butt big like Nikki and Kim, it's silly as shit when you really think about it. And the truth comes out at the end of the day, that's a poop comes out. That's gross. How do you wipe it? How does it fit on the bowl? Do you like it? Can you get up? Cause I know you can't. Done ripped every single pair of yoga pants. Helicopters wanna land on the butt. Baby girl got the Grand Canyon of butts. A lot of people ain't understanding the fuss, but the others got a fetish and a fantasy lust. The country is divided and tearing us up. The country is divided and it's tearing us up. Fat butts, flat butts, saggy, flabby ass uh, butts, thick uh. butts, little butts, big old bouncing booty butts, juicy butts, dookie butts, every booty truly, but the only ones they hate is the ladies with the fake butts. Yeah, fake booty. Spitfire of the week for you right there, the 21st edition. And there it is. Dude, that was awesome. Thank you. Like, I, I would actually <laughs> play that in the club. That was sick. Yeah, yeah, you should play this in the club. You were flowing, man. Yeah, yeah, man, we were getting it in. The girls would actually like that song, too. They would twerk to that. Yeah, they would. They would. Yeah. That saline just fixed your self-esteem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Like Do you, ha- I, I, you have that written down somewhere. I absolutely <laughs> demand a copy of it. Yeah. I want a copy of that song visually. Yeah. That was great. I'll send you a lyric sheet. That's up there, dude. How yeah, do you man. wipe it? <laughs> How do you wipe it? <laughs> I mean, these are the questions I have. This is what I think of, anyways. Yeah. You know, I'm desensitized. I don't look at these women and have like sexual fantasies anymore. <laughs> like those days are done. <laughs> now I look and I go, how do you wipe it? Like, how do you sit on the toilet? Um, does it like squish down like um, like one of those memory foam things where you sit on the toilet and it says, like, <laughs> I gotta know. I gotta know. 
Have you, ever, have you grabbed a fake ass? Oh, I have grabbed a fake ass. It just doesn't even feel right. Oh, yeah. It feels like you're picking up a bag yeah. of groceries with yeah. something in the bag. I, 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 <laughs> like, I thought, this, I thought this bag was empty. It's like squeezing a giant gummy bear. Ugh. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, it's nice. I, I, don't mind, I don't mind them, honestly. So out of all like, the, f- all I don't have the same hatred for fake butts as you do. I really don't mind. Them. I, I don't. I like don't have a hatred butts. for it. I, I, like I've seen some bad ones. They look bad, but I mean, look, I used to have a hatred for it, but now like I get it. Like whatever you're doing to, I get it. No, I'm saying whatever you do personally to sell yourself, great, but man, don't do it wrong. That I don't get. Yeah, they're just going too big. That's my problem. Okay. Like if you kept it proportionate I, to your body, like like Rochelle's is big. But it's not, like, obscene. So I just thought of a, a movie I'd like to uh, write a screenplay for. Okay. All right, so it would be, like, Bootyzilla, right? <laughs> so I'm going to get Rochelle Ryan a star in, like, her first crossover role as, like, the star of this film. And it's going to be, like, where her ass just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> and the ass just gets so big that it, like, takes down fucking Miami. Like Rodan? Like, yeah, oh. yeah, just a big butt. Like, whoa! Like, to the point where she has no control over it and it's it's like a whole a whole thing. We're gonna like have a whole like love story around it too, and it's gonna be a great great flick. So be on the lookout for that. Man, if we only had a six figure budget for the I ideas know. that we come up with, man, our animation department would love oh, Bootyzilla. Yeah, That'd be fantastic. Yeah. So let's take it a step the other way. Yeah. Who has the best ass in the industry? Natasha Nova. Really? That was that took no thought at all. She's got a great ass. Wow. Yeah. So that's your type of ass. Um, I, I like her ass. I think she's got a great ass. Is her ass real or fake? <laughs> I'm sure it's real. I think it's real too because she's very into like fitness and stuff. But like, but you know, that's that's what I like. I like uh, girls of the complete so opposite Nova, of me, physically fit. And uh, Nova's ass is your cup of tea. <laughs> I, I think she's she's got what I would consider to be like a nice ass. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't know. Some guys like big fat butts. Some guys, you know, I, I don't know. I like a nice toned butt. Okay. I feel like she's got a she's got a good tone, but I like it. Charzane's but, but like, probably got little, the most toned like ass out of all of them. There's like a little bit of yeah. You know. No, Charzane is the if is, you're it, into, is Charzane's ass too muscular? Well, it depends on what you're into, dude. Like if you're into yeah. that fit, and like there's so many fat right. asses out there that now like having like the the athletic ass is also a thing. I like so, I like it in in the middle. Like like I like a good muscular tone to it, but it's gotta have a little jiggle also as well. And I think not. Natasha Nova's got the good uh, jiggle factor versus um, tone factor. I'm a big fan of Annie Lane's ass. Is that it's your a good ass one? Of choice yeah. right now? She's good got ass. a great That's ass. Fantastic ass. I'm not even an ass guy. Now is the but fact, Annie's got a great ass. Is the fact that we all have worked in the strip club industry so long why this conversation isn't creepy at all, or is this just a completely creepy? You know what? Oh, I'm just being. I think we're being um, judgmental <laughs> versus <laughs> creepy. I don't. I yeah, don't think, I don't like, know. Right. I'm not even judgmental anymore. Like. Yeah, like uh, I'm helping you sell your ass. So whatever it is about your ass that's positive, I'm. You sell like it. them? You like those little skinny asses? Though. I do, but you know yeah. what? Like it's just because it, it's be, it's because we're so oversaturated in Florida with that mm. particular atypical ass that uh-huh. sometimes seeing the other one makes you perk up. You know, yeah. it's almost like a and, thing and, uh, itself. And let's be honest, like I, I personally don't have enough dick for some of these asses. Like this is <laughs> too much ass. Where I go, like, like honey. I go like I don't have enough dick for that. That's two and a half inches um, I need back. You gotta lose some weight. <laughs> right. So, so there's that. That also comes into play. It's a no, dude, it's a big thing. Yeah. You know, you gotta have being you gotta, thick is a thing. You gotta have guidelines. <laughs> I just say keep it proportionate, ladies. Yeah. 
That's all. Know. All right. If if your waist is this tiny and your ass is tremendously big, that doesn't work for me. If your legs aren't thick enough to complement the thickness of your ass, it looks awkward. You look, look like an ostrich. I would like don't look like an ostrich. A couple of the features of our industry to to record a podcast like just judging us on our bodies oh, and our physical fitness. <laughs> just sitting around going like, oh, platypus. <laughs> Platt's <laughs> got sweaty tits. You know, I could just, come on. Like, we're disgusting. Yes. We're I, would fucking I, would love, I would love to, to hear how, it. So. How funny would it be if they logged in next week and there was three yeah. feature entertainers instead? Listen, I'm putting out the call. That'd be great. All I'd be all for it. All feature entertainers. I'd like to hear the podcast where they sit around and judge us on our, on our appearance. Well, but, that's, but, but that's the thing. Would they judge us on our appearance? No, because that's not part of our job. Right. Their appearance is a very major part of their brand, of their job. Right. It's all of their brand. Right. Usually. So, so you're saying your packaging. just being so, on that stage in that, in so that position, being, you're, you're asking to be critiqued. Right. So some, some form of criticism or, or judgment is expected from us in our stance to them. Now, for them to talk about our appearance wouldn't be fair. They should talk about <laughs> what we do on the microphone, what we do in the clubs, what we, you know, like what our job entails. Part of their job is to be beautiful. Let's just be honest. I want to hear them talk about our sweaty tits. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I wish I wish more clubs would book more features. Yeah, me too. So the entertainers can see what entertainment is. is. I can't even call these girls entertainers anymore, man. And it's like, as much as I want to, like, rah-rah and, you know, I, 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 any club I walk into, whether it's my own or somebody else's, it's the same freaking thing. Every club's got one or two girls that can genuinely dance. Yeah. They can genuinely entertain. Yeah. The masses literally hold on to a yeah, pole boring. like they're on a freaking Cuban life yeah. raft coming to America. Now, as a DJ, when you're trying to keep the energy high and you're playing this high-energy music, it it doesn't even look right. I notice for me, anyways, Nothing looks when, right. I, when I... It doesn't matter what you play. Yeah, like when I look at the stage and I'm playing like some cool EDM remix of like a hot pop song or something, and I'm looking at the stage and the girl's just like standing there and like... You Today's know, stripper... It doesn't look right, man. It's so different from yesterday's stripper in the sense that... There is this mountain of self-entitlement going on mm -hmm. where it's like, you showed up to see me, give me your money, and I don't have to do shit but stand here. Yeah. You know, like some of the girls, they don't even want to get naked. It's like, that's your fucking job. Yeah. You know, they don't want to dance. That's your fucking job. Do you think this is exactly why we're kind of obsessed with features? Because like when we see yes. a girl who it's, when we see a girl who yes. scores all the way across the board, we get fascinated with that kind of performance. Uh, yeah, and intensity? it's like uh, it's like we used to have a, a you know a whole rotation of them. For me, you know? it's 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 about I get off on professionals. When I see a girl, any Nova, Annie Lane, Charzane, Bel, uh, 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 Belzora, name any of them, mm -hmm. they put that time, that effort. They think about what they're gonna do. They put together an outfit, a look, makeup. Hair, oh, yeah, yeah. The, it, 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 the pageantry, the pageantry behind it, right? Everything that goes with it that that equals the equation of entertainment gets me the biggest boner of all. <laughs> when I see them doing it wrong, yeah. it's like my boner becomes inverted. I'm so disgusted by watching a girl hold onto a fucking pole, thinking she's sexy when she looks like she's having a seizure. 
And, 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 and she ex- her expectations. Hey, we all have to start somewhere. Let's her, not be too. Her expectations are so fucking high. You know, there's a girl in the club. There's 800 people in the club. It's so slow in here. Why am I going to do anything? They don't, I hate that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here then. Go work <laughs> at McDonald's. Go work at fucking Burger King. And that's why when I see a feature come in, I always encourage my entertainers when the feature's there, like when Angel Bo was just there, look how she does this. Look how she gets in and out of things. Look at the crowd. Look how they react to her. You can get that reaction. You know, I try to use it as almost a, a teaching tool to some of the girls that I know are like borderline that I like kind of put forth the effort. And that's what gets me off. Do you think today's entertainers are just more focused on rooms? And that's why they're not no. really focusing on the stage. No, no. I think they're more focused on themselves and the imagery of, of what they think being a, a freaking stripper is. Okay. Because nobody's taught them. What we lack isn't isn't rooms, it isn't music, it isn't the, the entertainment portal or the platforms. We are missing out tremendously on education. There is nobody in our business this second right now that is educating strippers. Lacey Rain. Except for lawyers. <laughs> yeah. And it's sickening. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. And it needs to change. And I don't know how. I don't know the magic potion to it because there's there's such a disconnect between today's stripper and the rest of the stripper world. Right. Which is why features are such a fresh breath of air. I'll take I'll take a feature any day of the week because they're willing to put themselves on the line for not only their brand but yours. You know what it is? So many house girls resent actually having to go to stage. And what I mm-hmm. think that I think that those type of girls are missing. Like, look, honey, this platform is a chance for us to make money for you specifically right now. If you want to throw it away, cool. But this you is you got to break it down even easier than that, though, because they don't fucking get it sometimes, Bobby. You got to say you're a Corvette. Don't you want me to put you in the showroom? Right on the showroom floor. Yeah. Do you? Don't you want the customers to walk in and go right past that Corvette and say, "I want to drive that." Yeah, that's like, good. I mean, that's ex- it's your turn yeah. to showcase yourself for the rest of the night. Yes, there's you're- nobody in here. They're not going to spend money uh, on me. They're, like, they're, look, they're, I'll go fucking hang out with fake half. If you can't dance, cool, <laughs> but you better have a great personality because I have a lot of those too. I have girls that don't know how to dance. They're just women that are well put together and stuff, and they're kind of yeah. floating through. But you know what? They're the warmest, fucking happiest, fucking girls you've ever wanted to talk to. Yeah, you know. So if if you don't got it, at least and it's like it's half and half because. Half of them I feel like I can reach on a level where like in, you know, like we'll be at work and I'll pull one aside and go, you know what? If you just did this and you smiled a little bit, made some eye contact and do this, you're gonna make more money. And then they try it and it works. They're good for a couple days. Right. And then they go right back into it because the masses are doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just there's no one there. Like the NFL and strippers are a great parallel to one another. And I'll tell you why. When you first get into the NFL as a player. You're given a symposium at the rookie camp to start out your career. And they, they talk to you one time about money, money management, following the rules, do this, 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 stay out of trouble. You'll be a millionaire and live a very, very a happy life. The strippers are like that. They come in. Somebody trains them on day one. It's the only training they ever get in their whole careers. You go to this stage. You do this. If you do this, you do this. And then some girl who's probably not qualified to wipe her own ass is giving this girl instructions on how to make money the rest of her career right if you do this at the customer blah 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 so if you get great advice or horrible advice your first week in the business that's your career advice because there's no one else there i feel the nfl 
and strip clubs need a mentorship program. Something that like, look, I am an NFL player who wasted all of my money on my entourage, on buying cars, <laughs> gold necklaces, and today I'm broke, but I'm in the Hall of Fame. Right. I'm going to mentor this young kid that's supposed to be the next Hall of Famer. Yeah. I think a lot of house moms probably play that role. I don't think the house moms have time or they they or they have the even energy to put up with some of these attitudes. Look, the millennial generation of strippers is a very different beast. Yeah, it is. You're right. And I can go on for hours on this topic because yeah. it's frustrating for me because I'm the type of person, and you guys know this because you worked with me, I'm the type of person where I do this, I expect everybody to do this as well. This is the level. This is where we're at. You know, This is where the bar is raised. You're either here or below that bar. And if you're below that bar, you're out of my fucking league. And that's just how business is. That's just, you know, we're a team. If I was playing softball with you guys and Bobby's not pulling his weight because he can't swing the bat, well, guess what? You know, we got to figure out a way to get Bobby up to speed to swing that bat. I feel the same way in, in the strip club scenario, but there's nobody there to educate them. There's nobody there to really tell them, look, Susie, if you just hold on to the pole and don't dance and not make eye contact with these guys, if you don't know how to talk to a guy with a Rolex on, you're never going to make a dollar in this business. Right. If you keep taking that money and giving it to some deadbeat or putting it in your ass and illegal injections, <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. What, why isn't there someone there in their lives to do that? And then you wonder why there's all these like, you know, third party things that happen to them. These ambulance chasing lawyers get to them or these pimps get to them or whatever, because there's no one else there to, to mentor or support them or to teach or show, you know, any type of training. Yeah. You know, when I was a DJ and I first started this business, I came to work with a lunch pal of fucking six CDs. <laughs> Me too. And I didn't know I didn't know what I was doing. No. And it took a team of DJs to really take me and go, okay, you need training. You need to understand why you're saying this, why you don't say this, right. why you play this song, why you don't play the song. It's taken me years to perfect that craft. Right. But there's always been someone in my life that has held my hand through it. Why don't we have that for the dancers? I don't know. It's a great idea. We need one. Because the less, uh, you know, the cool things that are uh, that work about our job are being lost. The art to it is being lost because nothing is ever passed down. So if there was only, like I, we said this at actually in a meeting, uh, if only there was a, some an entertainer like back there, you know, giving the classes of how to do this right. If only there was someone in like a house mom position. Yeah, but would the girls show up for that class? No. No, like what if she was just a, she was like say the girl manager. You know how you you guys have a girl manager at your club mm -hmm. that that's their job. Like their job is to schedule girls, call girls, whatever right, for yeah, every yeah. shift. What if like you know what if in a female capacity, someone like a Tony Smith was back there educating girls because you got to be careful what you say through these girls which phase nowadays. of life they're at. Like you could tell, oh, you you're a sophomore at this, or you're a freshman at this, or you're you'll end up in a this. lawsuit. Yeah, if it, she's it, in, if so, if she's attached to the actual company itself. You can still potentially end up in a lawsuit depending on the verbiage in which that employee is telling these. That's crazy. Independent contractors slash employees. There's so many bullshit reasons to sue each other too. Yeah, it's so weird. And and, and here's the thing, it, it's it's going to get worse before it gets better. And what drives me even more nuts is I hear a lot of DJs go off about these strippers. They don't tip right. They don't do this. They don't fucking go on stage. They don't dance. Right. And you know what? Right. 99.9% .9 of what the DJ is saying is correct. Yeah. But don't blame the dancer. Right. It's not her fault. 
It's the guys that she, have been she doing hasn't this been a educated, long time Josh. like us that remember the old days, and it's just not that way anymore. Right, but she hasn't been educated. <clears throat> and that. And we're going to take it out on her. I mean, I, you know, I, I feel like this would be a good topic, because we could do a whole show on like just this. Oh, like, yeah, You're totally. talking about the, uh, you know, the, millennial, uh, the millennial age of entertainers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like now we're, we're going to be going into the next episode being 22, maybe there now is, that we're a millennial, Planet Platypus is There is a positive a side to the millennials, good, too, and that's the social media yeah. aspect of it. So I feel like that'd be a, a good a good show topic. It's not all negative, because yeah. they do bring something positive. They just don't know they have the skill yet. No, Again, there's lack of education, no mentorship, no, no support. There's nothing there scientifically or educationally that can push them in a direction that can benefit both themselves personally and the clubs that they're working for. Cause there's a way to do it. We're just terrified to go there because like I said to Bobby, if you say the wrong thing, just word it wrong. Right. It could turn into a major league lawsuit. Yeah. So everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't even talk to him. Don't even talk to him. Don't, <laughs> just, just don't, don't, don't say a word to him. They're late for stage, okay. They're late for work, okay, whatever. Don't. Yeah. And that's where we're at. And that's their education. That's and their that's their education. Like you walk into the business, that's the education you get. Now go. Yeah. And that's go why there's this, this form of self entitlement because there's no one telling you the difference between right and wrong. And we work in an immensely dangerous playground. Like you don't yeah. just barely educate someone and you, and you go, now go play in hell. Yeah. You know, go play where all the evil things are and all the money is and all yeah. that. You know, it's it's. But there's a definite science behind all of this shit. Yeah. Everything we do, there's a science behind it. Yeah, bar science. But we have no way of infusing that properly to the one network of people that we need the most, who can help us the most. Hmm. You know, think about our social media. Okay, the three of us in this room right now. Well, Josh has been out of the game, but Bobby and I easily have 5,000 followers between the two of us on Facebook, right? Oh, yeah. We'll add another couple thousand for Josh, right? Okay, so between the three of us, let's call it 6,000 followers, right? We got girls in the club, 19, 20 years old, that have like 100,000 followers. Yeah. And they're yeah. just dancers. Yeah. If you teach them, the customers will come. You know what? That's a fantastic point. The, today's average dancer has such a bigger reach than, Unbelievable than reach. ever before in the history of our business. You cannot put a price on that. Yes, you can. It's millions of dollars to your bottom line, to your revenue stream. If you figure out a way to infiltrate that bullshit verbiage that every lawyer is waiting for us with bated breath mm-hmm. and figure out a way to educate the new millennial of strippers. And if we can do that, the golden, the golden goose, the, 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 the big pot of gold at the end of that rainbow is the amount of followers they have. Right, but I feel like they also, because they have so many followers, are in a position to say, oh, you want me to promote, then mm-hmm. pay me for that. You mm-hmm. know, because they, you know these girls are, yeah, get, are getting sponsorships. You know, like they they have sponsors. They for promoting their show, they get paid for. Them. Sure, you know, we all do that too, though. Like I, you know, uh, they need to be paid, but they are also willing to perform for publicity in in certain ways, just like we do. Again, it, it's there's no winning this argument. It, it, it's 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 this is like us being thrown into the matrix right now. We just took the blue pill. And we're going down the rabbit hole right this second because there is no right or wrong answer right now. There is none. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're there's you're stopped. You're cut off. 
There's something right in front of you that's saying, stop. No, it's not going to happen because you're going to get yourself in trouble. And it sucks, which is why I'm so thankful. (laughs) I'm so grateful. I'm so blessed. And I hashtag blessed. I I count my lucky stars every single day that I work at Tootsie's. I know, that I man. work for Rick's Cabaret, yep. that I have the career that I have, and that I'm able to have this platform with the two you gentlemen to really sound off in, 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 a, in such a way where it could make a difference. We hope it makes a difference. But if it doesn't, at least we entertain the hell out of some people. Let's train some strippers. Let's open flat stripper school. <laughs> Start with one girl. It would be a boot camp, dude. That, that would be even better to film. Can you imagine yeah. filming that? I would have a megaphone, and I would be wearing, oh like, literally, God. I would be in full fatigues. I would be in a John Taffer costume, and you guys could film <laughs> me just walking up, just screaming at this girl while she's yeah. at work. What the fuck are you doing over here? You're yeah. supposed to be on stage. Get in the butt funnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to love this sink I put in by ABB sinks. You're going to love it. It's the best sink <laughs> in the industry. You don't even know you need a sink like this. Yeah, right. You see the way the water goes down like mm-hmm. that? That's bar science. The water goes down 25% faster. Science. Dude, I fucking, I love watching him fix oh, yeah. a place like that. Even if it's all bullshit, he, everything he's saying is right. Like no, that's not true. The science of our Taffer did an episode about a strip club once. Yeah, I saw and that. And everything he was saying would have got that strip club sued. Like if you like, he was t- he was saying things that are huge no nos. Like lawyers uh, um, t- telling the girls that, that uh, I can't even go into. I'm not even going to go into no, the no, no, verbiage no. on the show. Yeah, no, I'm not. But about the things how to strip. that he was saying to the management about how to treat the entertainers. Yeah, no, that's completely but, illegal. But that's not. I mean, that's not the actual science behind a, a regular bar, though. I mean, no. he's talking about the type of stuff he knows about. No, but I'm saying he did a strip club yeah. on the show, the Chicks on Dicks episode, and everything was wrong that he said. Like, would like literally put him in jail. Literally could have put him in jail. <laughs> like, like I'm, I couldn't even believe they aired like, the episode. They don't pay up. You got to slap them around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was like that. Like, dude, you can't say that. You can't call them that. You can't like. Total ignorance. And that's the thing. The bar business is so different than the strip club business. It's such a different animal. But I love our animals. And I'm thankful for our animals. Mm. Bobby Mack, I love you. Love you too, brother. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Same to you. Josh, you skinny bastard. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, Great guys. Spitfire. Happy Thanksgiving. I love you. You're a talented motherfucker, Thank man. Thank you. Same, same. And uh, we will reconvene when? One well, week from tonight. Well, no, uh, live on this. Thanksgiving's next next week, so Josh will be out of town. All right, so, so everybody's gonna get. Uh, we can't record next week. Well, uh, the following week we'll be right back strong with episode twenty two. Yeah, which Me- date will that be? Uh, I don't know on my calendar. Uh, <laughs> but while Josh is out of town, you and I could just keep. Like, we could just prank features. We'll we'll drunk dial people. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, we'll just record our phone conversation. <laughs> oh, there you go. It'll just yeah. yeah. I'll just call. Send ran- them over to me. I'll put a whole call thing random features yeah. up. So, all right, everybody. Uh, uh, happy Thanksgiving from all of us, Bobby. Any last words? Uh, make sure you come see uh, Justice Feature Entertainer. She's going to be with us, I think, early, actually, the 12th, 13th, and 14th, in the middle of December. So you can actually go to my Christmas function and then go to Tootsie's or Playmates as well. Nice save. Yeah, Josh? Absolutely. Uh, I just want to nice uh, <laughs> wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving as we get into the holiday season. Happy holidays from Planet Platypus. Very excited about it. 
And uh, we'll see you next time on episode and 22. One last thing. April 14th at Tootsie's 2020 USA versus Canada. The date has been released. It's officially April the 14th. 2020. Dude, you're okay. gonna, that's awesome. You're USA going, versus Canada. You waited till just now to make Jesus that announcement Christ. at Tootsie's Cabaret. Oh my God! It's dude. a it's it's we it's official. You should have like kicked it off. You should have led big. with that. Yeah, geez. Start it over. <laughs> Want to start the show over? <laughs> yeah, start this fucking. I don't think so. I'm tired. Show. I can't wait for that. I, well, that's a whole fucking other thing I want to talk about. Now. All right. Well, so gobble gobble. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Bye. We have landed on the planet It's been a long time We should have never, never granted But we standing on the front line Prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you The voice of the people We had to take it back Shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving Now we rolling with the changes Black Bobby Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary Got to take over the planet Make some noise if you hear me The planet is